When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's your boy Foster Child, one half of Bleachers to Speakers, and uh, we are back, back with a uh, special uh, free agency edition of the show. Um, I have been challenged by my co-host June uh, with the task of playing Brad Holmes and decide, making some of these tough decisions of, of guys that we want to bring back onto the team. Obviously, Brad Holmes is focusing first and foremost on on signing some of the guys that we had that played last year and and, and uh, building that continuity and just, you know, this, the, the right culture and uh, energy in the locker room. So I, I wrote out about 10 guys that um, I want to break down, just kind of their their year as a whole. And, and if I'm interested in bringing them back, some of these guys, I'm 50-50 about some of these guys. I'm um, full-blown, you know, packing, pack your bags, you're on your way. And, uh, and also some guys that I want to see stick around. So first guy we're going to talk about is James Houston. James Houston uh, just completed his second year. He had a really good, uh, really good rookie year um, where he played the, the second half of the year. And he had good momentum going into the second year. We obviously were looking for somebody to play on that other side with Hutch. And unfortunately, he was injured early in the year and we didn't get a chance to really see if he could keep that momentum up that he had towards the end of his rookie year. Um, I definitely would like to see him come back just for one more year and see if he can stay healthy and continue the momentum that he had. 
Um, even if it's just in a role, even if it's just in a that role, I don't I, I don't expect him to play, you know, every, every down on the edge on that opposite side. But if he can uh, bring us some 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 good pressure on the opposite on the opposite side on third downs and select situ- scenarios, um, that'd be great. So I definitely want to see James Houston back. Um, the next guy is um, had a lot of controversy, especially at the end of the playoffs. Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds is a guy that has played on the Pistons. I mean, has played on the Lions since Jared Goff pretty much has uh, entered the building. He was signed on just a few games into the season. And it, when you talk about continuity, he's a guy that played with him in LA, and they have that that chemistry. He had he's been consistent. And he had a pretty solid year. Obviously, it didn't end the way he wanted, but I feel like he has unfinished business. And, and, and given he doesn't try to, you know, ask for a ridiculous amount of money, um, just given how his, his, his season ended, I, I think that he's got some unfinished business. And I would love to see him, you know, slide it into, no pun intended, into that number three role or even a number four role next year um, with J-Mo kind of taking over that primary number two receiver alongside Amon Ross St. Brown. So um, I'm, def- uh, I'm interested in seeing Josh Reynolds come back. Next is Romeo Acora. Romeo Acora is um, definitely one of the guys that I want to see us, in- I, I want to see us upgrade and improve at that 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 depth um, outside uh, edge position. He's been on the team for a couple of years. His brother has already moved on to the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think that he just hasn't shown us the consistency that we've been looking for out of him as a veteran. And um, I, I think that we will definitely look to to upgrade through free agency um, as well as the draft. So Romeo Cora, um, I think his days are, are up. C.D. Deuce, this guy could have been number one as far as uh, priority, um, but he's a guy that's got playoff experience. He came in and, and, and immediately developed that culture and was a vocal leader for vocal leader for us. Um, he got injured early in the in the year, and he was able to come back for the playoffs and help us uh, nearly get to the Super Bowl. And you know, I think given just just what he showed, just the just the toughness and and bravery that he showed to come back uh, come back to the team towards the end of the year, and even produce as well. I think that he kind of embodies what we want on the team. And I know he got a lot of scrutiny for, you know, his play in the last game, but I think that he's a guy that you'd rather have on your team than to play against him. And like I said, that the the experience of playing in a Super Bowl, playing in the playoffs is something that you just can't have enough of. So um, hope, I'm hoping that he, it seems like he really wants to be around and wants to play for us and, I'm hoping that he doesn't try to break the bank too crazy, but I, I think he's one of the high priority guys. And given that Tracy Walker, um, we did release him, opening up some cap space. I think CD CD Deuce was in mind when making decisions like that. Uh, next, we have Hala Paluti Vati Vati. I don't know how I got that right or if I got it right, but um, he's a he's a guy that. Um, He's a little he's he's up there in age and um I you know he's viewed more as a, a, a depth guy than you know an everyday starter. Um uh but just given the 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 injuries that we had and the lack of durability we had offensive line, um I, I would like to see us upgrade at that position with you know somebody that's a little more dependable and 
and um, and younger, just in general. So, um, I, I you know I wouldn't be surprised if, if if we were able to make come to an agreement on something, but but I, I think that we could possibly move forward without him. Uh, the next guy is Graham Glasgow, who's another offensive lineman. Um, he was a pretty good, uh, consistent, and constant guy. He had a solid PFF rating of, uh, I think, around 74. And he has shown some interest in being resigned. So um, I, I think that we will uh, work something out with him and, um, you know, just continue to uh, to to build the, the culture that we do have on the offensive line. We have one of the stronger offensive line uh, cores in the league. Uh, next guy, we have Will Harris. He's another guy that uh, that has been on the team for a while, and, and I hope that we can uh, improve in that way. We've uh, we've built some solid um, some solid depth at the at the at the secondary position in the in the nickel formation. Um, he was uh, pretty much a pretty much a you know depth guy for when guys were in you know when some guys were injured. He played some special teams as well. Um, but I think his days are, are, are numbered here, and I would like to see us improve uh, from that. Uh, next, we have Kendall Vildor. Kendall Vildor is a guy that we signed halfway through the year um, when we had some injuries at corner. He pretty much stepped in in place of Jerry Jacobs. He's a guy that played, played as about as well as you would hope he could play at the outside corner position. I don't think that's a primary position that you want to see him at. Um, but he he did okay. He he also struggled in the in the in the final game of the year. Um, but I, I think he's a 50-50 guy. I wouldn't be upset if he came back. But I, I want to see him more as a, a depth in, uh, inside guy slash special teams guy. And um, I, I think that he would I think he would thrive in that role. You know, if we did bring him back. So I, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it. But I think it's 50-50. Um, the next guy we got is Benino Jones. Benino Jones is a guy that I think came into the year uh, looking to be a depth guy behind Isaiah Bugs or even a Broderick Martin when we traded up in the draft to get in the third in the third round. Um, I, I think he did. I think he did pretty well, but I, I do hope to see us improve uh, at that at the starting position. I, I'm not opposed to him coming back at, at with reasonable money in a backup role, but. I definitely don't want to see him uh, lining up as a starter next to uh, Aline McNeil next year. I think that we—that's another position that we will look to to build upon through the draft and free agency. But not opposed to seeing Benito Jones come back. The last um, guy on my list is Donovan Peoples Jones. Donovan Peoples Jones was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. He was traded to the Lions uh, for a six-round pick this year at the trade deadline. And he was kind of brought along slowly as a, a depth piece at receiver. He's a, a good re a possession receiver with some, some speed and had the ability to um, run some deep routes. Um, but I, I don't think he ever fully got comfortable in that role. Um, he, we did see him in the playoffs playing some punt return when Khalif Raymond was injured. So I think there is a place for him in that in that depth role moving forward. Obviously, the Lions are pretty deep at receiver as is, but I'm not opposed to bringing him to camp and having him compete for one of the last receiver roles because um, he's not too far removed from 
he's not too far removed from having a pretty decent season with the Cleveland Browns. I just feel like he kind of got, he was kind of the odd man out uh, when it was all said and done. So, you know, I'm not opposed to the hometown guy getting, getting another shot in Detroit and uh, yeah, just bringing, bringing some more, some more deep threats. You you can never have enough deep threats on the team. And I think that he's capable of doing that after a full off season, studying the playbook and just getting more comfortable with the quarterbacks. But yeah, I hope I did a decent job and, you know, wasn't too vague with my answers. We'll find out if I pass the challenge. Um, but subscribe to Bleachers to Speakers. Um, please download, uh, you know, all the episodes and um, be on the lookout because we have a lot more uh, free agent talks, draft talks, and uh, all that good stuff coming up. Um, but I'm out.